Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Hillary to the show where we're going to be talking about self-confidence, motherhood, and many, many more things. So Hillary is a wife and busy mum of three boys who helps other mums transform their mindsets around motherhood while empowering them to find their true identity, while also committing to setting and sticking goals for themselves, taking mamas off the hot mess express so they can enjoy that ride that is motherhood. So welcome to the show, Hilary. Glad to have you here and make this conversation happen. So yeah, tell us a little bit about your your story and actually why you're so like passionate into helping other mums out there transform their mindsets and really allowing them to enjoy that motherhood yeah well thank you so much for having me um it's truly an honor um love your show um yeah so I guess for me like as a young girl I never wanted to have kids I thought you know you have to choose you know your career or motherhood and um I saw moms my own too who you know she wanted that career and she was a single mom for a long time and it it was a, it was a struggle you know I I felt very lonely as a kid so you know once I got to a place where I actually realized I did want a family um, you know, those societal hurdles of like, you know, choosing where your time goes and having to climb a corporate ladder, but also be home to cook dinner. And, you know, so it was really a hard thing for me. And, um, a lot of my childhood, you know, my, my own traumas, you know, they, they come back to you. And, um, I really struggled with getting over the past and I was, it was making me really, it was giving me such a hard time in my motherhood, you know, because I was becoming the kind of person I knew I didn't want to be, but I didn't know how to get out. Um, so when I finally kind of started on my own journey, I realized like, this is my soft spot. Like moms is exactly where I want to be. Cause I think we have so much more power than we realize. Like we're really structuring a generation with our love They're You know, I mean, we're with a child before anyone else ever sees them before anyone else even knows they exist, you know, and there's so much power in all of that and the, the biology of it, but there's also so much power in just realizing, you know, yeah, I went through some stuff and yeah, life, life handed me some cards, but now I can impact the next generation and I can, I can be different. And I think a lot of people sometimes choose not to have kids now because they don't want to be like their parents. You know, they don't, they don't think they're equipped and, um, you know, it's just amazing what a little bit of empowerment, a little bit of, you know, um, the right tools, maybe the right people, what all that can really do for you. So that's kind of become my mission. And I'm transitioning a little bit more into like the health space, um, because that's really a big passion of mine, but it all links together. It all links together. You start changing your life with your mindset, everything else will follow. So, um, that's really where I'm at. And, you know, my story is so, so much deeper. All of ours are, but I've really just learned to accept the past and kind of use it as my motivation and my kids and, I just want to help other mamas do that too. Cause it, it can be, I think it's kind of labeled like the hot mess express mom. It, it's kind of given like some negative connotations. It's kind of given like this misery label, you know, Oh, you're drowning in motherhood. We're surviving on caffeine and you know, woe is me. It doesn't always have to be like that. Yeah. Some days are like that. Some days are shit, but um, doesn't always have to feel like that. And there's a lot of things I think that society and, you know, all kinds of things come into play to kind of switch your mind into thinking, oh, well, motherhood is, you know, got to give up this so I can have this or, 
got to think this way or this is it. Um, so I really want to change that for moms. I really want to show them that they can have it all. They can do it all. They might have to get creative. They might have to do a few trial and errors, you know, and it might take some time. Maybe it won't happen. And, you know, it's not, it's not a magic pill. There's no magic pill to any of this, you know, whether you're a mom or not, you know, if you want to change your life, like it's hard work. If you want to make something work for yourself, it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, give and take. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks for your story. And uh, a little bit into, I can see your passion obviously behind this, yeah. whole, this whole sign. That's, and yeah, like, Obviously, not being a mum myself, it's it's useful to hear <laughs> hear that point of view, uh, or even have kids myself. It's really useful to hear that that point of view. But I know there's there's gonna be listeners out there who perhaps are in a in a position, even if it's not being a mum, where they want to feel a bit more empowered, and maybe there's a label that being attached they've attached to themselves that they've heard in like society or something like that. You said like the hot mama. Uh, express you know that that one kind of being mentioned so like if we were and you talk about empowerment of, um, as well um, so if we were to like perhaps you've got that that mum out there or individual out there who's who's stuck with maybe some of these societal labels in them and they feel a bit stuck is there any kind of like initial first steps they they can just take for themselves to feel a little bit more empowered in their life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think both of us, whether you're a mom or not, like we've each experienced just the power of awareness, right? Like you start to see something that's happening in your life or that, you know, you're thinking of, and it's just not fulfilling. It's not serving you. So I think when you can, you can ask yourself, like for me, you know, it kind of happened in 2020 where I found myself in all these Facebook groups where it was like, you know, mommy wine time. And, you know, we're complaining about our kids all day because we're stuck with our kids all day. Well, that is what motherhood used to look like, you know? And so how do we get out of that? And I just kept asking myself like, oh my God, like, how is this serving me now? Like this is holding me back. So I think that initial awareness, are you in a happy space? Like, are you surrounded by things that make you feel empowered? Because you can change your environment a lot of the time. I know sometimes, especially like as a mom, you know, your kid, like you can't really change that, but can you give yourself something to look forward to? Can you bring in a piece of joy, bring something in that kind of reminds you why you're doing what you're doing anyway, you know? So that awareness, the joy, like it can be pockets of time, right? Like, and sometimes that's all you get as a mom is a small pocket of time. And that sometimes requires asking for help, you know, reaching out to grandparents, reaching out to friends, or, you know, letting your kids do something that maybe you wouldn't normally say yes to just so that way they can get a little bit experience and happiness. And so can you, you know, like sometimes the kids just play in the backyard and I'm out, I'm on the other side of the window and I'm just, I'm just in quiet, like, and I'm just watching and I'm just, okay. Peace in the house. Thank God. Like, you know, a little less stimulation. Mm. And do you find I've, I've had a recent conversation with a podcast guest about this and about the, just kind of be interested to hear your view, particularly with like, obviously, three kids and um and, and you know a, a busy life with that have you found like any benefit to kind of just being in silence with yourself because obviously we live in a world where there's people there's information coming at us like left right and center absolutely i mean I think overstimulation, like kind of going back to that is such a big thing for moms, especially because 
a lot of us are working. So if we're working during the day and your kids are at school or they're at a babysitter, or maybe they're just, you're able to contain them in some other way for a couple of hours while you work, then all of a sudden, you know, it's time to cook dinner and everyone's running through the house and it's just, it's chaos. Sometimes you have that overstimulation. So then if you're picking up your phone and you're, you're scrolling through social media and that oftentimes makes us feel worse as moms, you know, as, as humans in general, I think, yeah. um, you're not giving yourself a break, you know, so where can you find a break at? Um, so I think it's super important to just kind of disconnect and, and sit with yourself and it's okay to be bored. Like it's totally fine to be bored. And it's also not scary it's not as scary as people think it is to be with your own thoughts. You know, like if something's coming up for you and you're trying to sit in silence and you feel yourself wanting to pull away from it, oh, I have to be busy. That's probably a sign that that's the exact thing you need to put some effort and energy into. Mm -hmm. So, and I know for moms and probably dads a lot of times too. I mean, my husband's a very busy dad. He's very involved with our kids. It is really hard to make that time for yourself, but it can literally be the time you spend in the bathroom, right? Like taking a shower, give yourself an extra five to 10 minutes. Like you probably need it to, for a little bit of self-care anyway, you know, or yeah, let your kids play out back, watch them through the window and just sit, you know, just sit in as much silence as possible or the car ride. You know, if you're dropping them off at the sitter or at school on your way back, don't listen to the radio, just decompress and enjoy that moment. Cause it does matter. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, some good little, uh, tips there on how to find those nuggets of time as well because yeah yeah and and most of the time we're you know we, we're quite on like autopilot mode as <laughs> certainly people I've worked with and acknowledging and watching myself I'm always going to be on autopilot mode because our brain can't you know it, it can't think about everything of course so yeah just I think it comes back to what you shared earlier about awareness as well yeah. so being aware of actually what am I doing right now you know and how can I make more time for myself? Like you said, maybe in a shower, maybe you're you're driving as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Super, super, uh, super good points there. So with your, um, like, obviously lots of responsibilities for you with time management. Let's talk about time management because we live in a world where everyone's busy, you know, like we've all got different situations, but everyone's busy. So, you know, um, do you do you like proactively try and manage your time? Do you map out your week? Um, how do you go about go about with time management? Yeah. So before baby number three came in April, it was a lot of mapping out the entire week. And it was a little bit easier because I had a, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And, you know, our lives were very consistent day to day. Now that the infant is here, you know, and he's a whole nother piece of the puzzle. <laughs> It kind of changes day to day. Um, my husband and I, we usually have like a little meeting in there somewhere where we're like, hey, what's your tomorrow look like? I have this going on, you know, like, so that way I could join you today. He's upstairs with the baby and the the toddler is with the sitter. So where, you know, where are we able to map out our day so that way we can really design that time, whether it's an hour or a full day, we can design it how we need to. So that way we can get a few things done because maybe tomorrow isn't as productive. And I, and I think that's a really big thing for moms is, um, and parents in general is we kind of have this definition of productive as like, how many things can I check off my list? Well, sometimes as a mom being productive is spending as much time with my kids as possible that day. It's getting them fed, wiping their butts, <laughs> you know, that's productive some days. And it doesn't always look like getting all of the housework done. It doesn't always look like getting a full day worth of work done for my business. You know, it changes. Um, but I have to be flexible with the definition, right? 
But then also, where can I have it stack? Like that's been one of my most powerful mm-hmm. things for myself. You know, I I really like getting up before the kids when I'm able to. So right now with our schedule with feeding, um, the baby's usually up around like 4.30. So I'll feed him, he goes back to bed and I stay up most of the time, not always. Cause sometimes I'm, I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm going back to bed and I'm not going to beat myself up over that. Um, so I'll come down and maybe I will unload the dishwasher while I'm kind of sipping on my coffee. And then I have that room to now sit, enjoy a book, maybe I'll journal and I'll just kind of do something for myself in that time. And it's quiet. The house is quiet. Um, sometimes my husband gets up and we can enjoy a few minutes together before he's off for his day or whatever he's got going on. So, and maybe not everyone's life looks like that, but you know, where can you fit a few more extra things in if that's going to be what fulfills you and what feels productive for you. So mine is sometimes in the morning, but maybe someone else's is in the evening after bedtime, put the kids to bed. Don't turn that freaking TV on, you know, don't sit and Netflix and chill or Netflix and chill with a basket of laundry, you know, like do something at the same time. So that way tomorrow you're not looking down the barrel at like all of the things that are piling up because living in parenthood is, is kind of like being in a manufacturing role the work is never done. Something is always coming back. You know, the laundry is always coming back. There's something down the line coming. So what can you do like in this moment that will kind of help you? And a lot of times there's, there's something small that we can do, you know, prepping dinner, you know, the night before what, you know, what does that look like for you? Meal planning at all. So that way you can do a crock pot meal or a sheet pan meal or something really simple as a mom, you know, but you can still have a baby with you or you can, you know, be going over homework or whatever the case is. So habit stacking is absolutely one of my favorite things. It doesn't have to be the same habit, but just think about where's an opportunity for me. You know, what's something else I can maybe pull into this moment. Um, And then just really being, I think, very, very cognizant of where you are putting your time when you do get your own time. Um, Like this thing, is not going to be your answer for getting me time, you know, uh, and maybe some people need that. Maybe they need their phone to feel like, okay, I can decompress. I can scroll if you need it. And that makes you feel happy. Do it then. But could you do it in a little bit less time? So that way you can still go take your shower, do your nighttime routine. You know, I feel like moms are constantly like, I don't even have time to do my skincare routine. I I'm, you know, I'm not taking care of myself. Okay. Well, what can you fit in, you know, to the time that you're given? I'm sure a lot of us can look at our phones right now and tell you how much time we spend on them and be like, oh, I could probably shave just a little bit off there to give myself back every week. Mm. All of us, even me as a mom of three, I can definitely be on my phone. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we all can. Like, yeah. Look at look at our screen time. <laughs> For right. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. No, no, yeah. I lot I'm a big fan of the habit stacking. Um, I think. I remember coming across it in Atomic Habits by James Clear. Well, that was the first time I came across that uh, that term, and it just made a lot of sense to me, like adding things together. Um, yeah. And then Tony Robbins, uh, who I've done a lot of his events, including a live one actually coming up in the UK next month. But oh, that's awesome! Yeah, he's uh, he talks. He's a big fan of uh, NET, no extra time, and it's yeah. Or you know, this probably is more to like learning and things like that, but. It's like, if you don't have time to read, could you be listening to an audio book or a podcast? Yeah. Obviously with Confidence Mindset or another, you know, any kind of podcast (laughs) or audio book out there. 
Um, I listen to confidence mindset podcast when I'm doing the dishes. That's when I, that's when I'm able to cram you in there. Like I'm always it. listening to Johnny when I'm doing the dishes, folding clothes, always got one of these in. So cool. awesome. And doable. Yes. So you can sort of like have, a, but in general, the habit stacking is a, a fantastic opportunity to leverage the most time. Um, yeah. And yeah, it sounds like you're very aware of that as well. And I want to kind of trail on to making time for yourself and touch on that a little bit more because uh, maybe not necessarily just, uh, you know, to the mum situation, but for like human beings who are caring for other human beings, which, you know, all of us do at some point in our lives. Obviously, there are exceptions, you know, and not everyone's like that. But, you know, most in our network, obviously, everyone is. Um, But like... A lot of us look out for other people and we're like, give, 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 you know, got to look after them, especially uh, imagine in parenthood as well. Can you talk a little bit about the importance, and I know this is a bit of a cliche personal growth form, but I really want to touch on it, about the importance of actually caring for you and actually the impact of not doing that and what that might do for others that you're trying to look at, look after. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of us have probably seen like the first thing that comes in my mind is that meme where it's like, you know, the the cup filling up and it's like you're pouring, you know, and and we all know like you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's so hard to put it into play. It really is. I'm someone motherhood or not. I don't ask for help. Like I did not ask for help. I wouldn't even use like uh, pain medication because I would just be so stubborn as to like, no, I don't need any help. Don't don't help me. Um, You know, and and it kind of comes down to a few things for me and my in my experience. And one is we have boundaries for a reason, you know, and they're not for other people. They're for us. They're for our safety. So if you're caring for somebody else or you're constantly giving, you aren't caring for yourself at all. You know, you don't have a boundary for yourself. What's going to save you? Cause no one else is going to do it except for you, you know, the, and whether people do it maliciously or not, I, I think most people don't, but the more that you say yes to somebody or something, they're going to continue to take, you know, the better you perform at work, guess what? Your boss is going to expect even greater things from you now because you've already proven that you can do it. So when you do that to human beings, you know, again, doesn't have to be malicious, but you know, they're going to continue to expect those things from you. So when you can create a boundary for yourself to keep yourself safe, you're saying I'm important. I'm just as important as they are. You don't have to be more important if you're not ready for that yet. But you know, why don't you deserve an hour of time? Why don't you deserve a day off? My dad is kind of going through this actually right now. So we lost my grandmother in January and he's been taking care of his dad. He has dementia. He's got all kinds of illnesses. And my dad works like, I'm not kidding you, like 60 to 80 hours a week sometimes. It just depends. And then he travels an hour and a half South to take care of my grandfather all weekend comes back home and does it again. And I'm like, dad, you've got like, I'll come help. Like, let me come help on the weekend. Like the baby's here. We're kind of getting a, well, I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to go. He doesn't know how to cut that off and give a boundary, but it's also because of fear. He's so afraid he's going to miss something with his dad and because of the illness and because of what it's taking away and stuff. And because of what he's already went through with his mom, he's so afraid to lose anything else that he's going to kill himself trying to take care of somebody else Mm. who has family around, who could, you know, have some extra help here and there. So, and he'll say no to other people because he feels like that is his responsibility. And I think it's okay sometimes if we're like, yes, I'm going to take that on for myself. Is it technically my responsibility? Not, not really, not in all actuality, but if I'm going to take it on, I also have to give a little bit back for me. Like 
because you you can't just give and give and give. You have to you have to have some room for yourself. And that's motherhood. That's just humans in general. Like you you can't like you know you work full time. You do your awesome podcasts. You're you know you're doing all these awesome events for yourself. And and maybe that's how you give back to you is you do those things for yourself. But you know I'm sure sometimes you felt like I'm pouring from this cup and it's empty now. Like what the hell? Like you know. And that, I think that happens to all of us. And you just have to remind yourself at the end of the day, what's the one thing I'm leaving this earth with? Like, I mean, I love my children, but I don't know. I mean, when I go like, this is it, this is what I came in with. This is what I'm leaving with. This is the only person I'm the only person I'm going to have for my entire life that I can count on that I have to take care of, like no matter what. And what am I doing if I'm not doing any kind of service to myself? You know, how do I give back if I'm not doing anything for me? You know, you can't, you you can't just run on E your whole life. You really can't. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you uh, explained that so well or, or kind of express your, you know, what you, you've been doing with that. And thanks for sharing the story of, you know, your own family and the situation with that. Um, I think it's, I think it's quite, again, I, I feel that's like quite a good, one of the powers of, I know we're in the, in the network with coaches, that's quite a good, the power of coaching as well with like, you've got someone else perhaps seeing, uh, seeing what's going on inside, well, seeing what's going on with you rather than you just being on that busy, busy mode. Um, Don't know if you found that effective with, with sort of like coaching as well. I certainly have when I'm able to just people are able to slow me down or something like that. It's, it's really helpful. Absolutely. Mm. No. Um, so kind of uh, a couple of things to touch on, really. I wanted to, before we sort of close today, touch on overwhelm uh, a little bit more. I know we've we've had aspects of that in our conversation so far. Like if someone's like so overwhelmed and everyone's got, you know, different views on this, so overwhelmed with so much, so much to do, where where would you guide them to start? Whether it is well, good or not. I mean, there's a couple different places and and one place kind of goes back to a little bit of time management. And I think that we are all busy, every single one of us, whether you're a mom or not. I have friends who they'll be like, well, I'm busy, but I'm not as busy as you. And I'm like, we're all busy. Life is hectic. Life life can be crazy. Um, I think prioritizing and doing it in a way where it's like you get it all out of your head, you write it down on a paper. And then what really actually has to stay? You know, what actually has to get done right now? I'm a big fan of the big three list. I've been doing it for years and years and years. Um, when I worked in pharmaceuticals, getting anything done, that was how I started my day, my big three. Um, so, you know, write out the big, the three biggest priorities you have to do today and start with the biggest one, because when you knock that one out, like that's going to feel the most relief, uh, it's going to give you the most relief. And then you can kind of carry on with the other, with the rest of, of your day. Um, but then also the other side of that is for me, I really found, especially coming into motherhood with three kids, which I will be honest, is a totally different ball game. Um, overwhelm is kind of a state of mind for me, you know, because if I'm like in my head and I'm like, oh, I have to do this, 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 this kid is crying. This kid is asking me questions. This kid is attached to my nipple right now. Like what the heck is going on? Like, I have to like slow down inside first. I, I have to stop a little bit because first of all, my kids are going to be running on the same energy I am. So, and I think that applies to everybody. If you go into your office or you go into school or wherever you're going and you're kind 
kind of hyped up like that, your energy is going out onto other people too. And, and they're going to feel that and they can join you or they can be like, nah, hell, hell with you. Like I'm, I'm going this way. But if I get my kids hyped up on that energy level, then we're all just in chaos, you know, and it feels even worse. So me as the mom, you know, it's my job, I feel to kind of, okay, let's bring us back to reality. What do I actually have to do? Okay. This one's fine. He's eating. This one is crying. Okay. I'll kiss that boo-boo real quick. This one's older. I can, you know, I delegate and, and I just, what do I absolutely have to do right now? Right. This minute, everything else is just thoughts, right? It's all just me nagging at myself, telling myself what I need to get done when really I can decide a lot of times. Um, so for me, it's thinking about the state of mind I'm in. Am I doing this to myself? Am I raising my own heart rate and blood pressure? And am I stressing myself out? Okay. Let's come back down from that. And then the other side is, you know, well, what do I actually have to get done today? And I try to prioritize that. And again, sometimes I have to fit those into those windows of time where I've created those moments for myself in the morning before the kids are awake or at night before they're asleep or after they're asleep, you know, so it's really kind of bringing the two together, the physical and the mental aspect of it for me. Mm. I like what you said about slowing down inside yourself as well, especially when we get into the rhythm of the day. So yeah, yeah something but yeah, sometimes I still have to remind myself of as it's work in progress, but yeah, yeah, good bit of guidance uh, there. So Hilary, really appreciate you coming on today and sharing everything. Um, I certainly have taken quite a few notes and benefited <laughs> from what you've shared. So thank you. Um, just before we sort of wrap up, is there any, is there a final point that maybe you'd like to share with us? And also, uh, where can the listener find more from you or about your work if they'd like to? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok um, at hillary.butcher. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, just Hillary Butcher. Um, and then on Instagram, I have a link up that, you know, I have like this awesome toolkit I'm kind of bringing in. That's kind of more of like a membership where I just keep adding stuff to it. Um, all these great little nuggets and tools that moms can use. So um, there's a link in my bio on Instagram there. Um, again, the handle is at Hillary.butcher. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is something I'm so passionate about. So if there's, if there's anyone, you know, a mom that I can help, you know, even my DMS are open really. Um, cause it, it's tough and we live in a society that is not very, um, you know, we're not community based anymore. Like we used to be like, you know, <laughs> back in the days of, you know, just that, that feeling of like a tribal community. So that's kind of what I want to give back to moms is like a place that they're safe with and they can grow and they're not alone. And, and then also the tools. So that way they can, really just enhance their own lives. Love it. Well, thank you, Hilary. Uh, once again, for the for coming on today and sharing everything, I'll be sure to link all that below. Thank you so much, Johnny. Awesome. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.